0: Since that day, I live in
1: a dream. I live in a dream. Well, welcome to the podcast. I was only trying to help. This is Kate here, uh, counseling extraordinaire, and I'm here with Leslie, life guru. Uh, thanks for joining me Leslie. Thanks for having me. So I was thinking um, it's tough to actually name what this episode's about. Uh, I guess if you if you made me give this some sort of theme or title um, it might be like assertiveness but ironically I didn't even say that assertively. <laughs> um, so you know it's it's tough to name this did one. Did you just used upspeak? <laughs> I did. Out. I totally did. <laughs> oh that's a whole nother episode isn't it? <laughs> Um, It might be the kind of thing where maybe we know better by the end of this what the name of this one is. But I'm just, I'm generally thinking about the times when um, we're not being clear about our needs. So, Leslie, ask me what I want to do this weekend. Hey, Kate, what do you want to do this weekend? Oh, you know, I'll do whatever. You decide. I'm cool. Oh. Yeah, it's like you you want to throw me out a window. I can tell mm-hmm. you sort of want to throw me out the window. I, I think our podcast needs like that um like want button. <laughs> I we need we need a sound for that, and I hope I don't have to pay for it. But I'm gonna look for a sound to put there where I'm like whatever, it's fine. I don't really care, and we'll have something go like boom boom boom, because it's just not that helpful when people do that. Can you think of times where like you've been on either side of this and like what comes to mind for you when people are like overly easygoing
0: uh well first Kate I gotta I gotta tell you that it's actually kind of me and uh here's the thing about me I can have fun pretty much anywhere I like to support people in whatever they want to do um so if you say I want to go watch a basketball game I don't, if I don't like either one of those teams, I don't care. Cool. We'll go watch the game. Well, who are you rooting for? I'll go do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like not too much that I'm not on
1: board with. When you're doing that and yeah. you're real flexible, have you ever felt that maybe the person you're saying that to um, isn't, isn't feeling it like they're they're they wanted more from you?
0: Um, yeah. 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 I think that um, it, it's really frustrating. I think for people when <laughs> I'm a little bit non-committal. Um, and I think that that comes off like I don't care. Yeah, and you can go back and forth. Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do
0: you want to do? And yeah. it seems like you know after after all that, if you don't take the time to,
1: you know, maybe uh, figure out some good ideas, like you don't really care. It, it could come across that way and and maybe it is true that a person doesn't care It certainly feels that way when someone is consistently saying whatever you decide. I don't mm-hmm. care I mean you're literally saying I don't care <laughs> and you're also saying you do the work Yeah, and so I think for some people it's it's read as lazy um, It's it's considered like you're, you're not even trying to come up with some options and and look like most things that we talk about on this podcast i think we can agree that it does come from a good place Mm -hmm. i've never in my life met someone who says i don't care you figure it out because they're trying to be an right they are trying to be easygoing, and they think the best way to do this is to just like stay out of it and let somebody else decide Uh, and i'm sure that i do it more than i even realize like the other day (laughs) My my husband was like flipping through the channels of the TV, and he said, "What do you want to watch?" And I said, "I don't care. You pick." And I was only like partially watching anyway. Mm Like ten percent of me was paying attention to the TV. I had my laptop open. I was answering email. And after a while, I looked up and I realized like five minutes had passed, and he's still just surfing through the channels. Mm -hmm. And I finally was like, "Okay, the news is fine. We can just watch the news. That's cool." And he went right to it, and like that was the end of it. And it seemed like my being so flexible and easygoing just kind of left him on his own to like try to assume what I might like, and so giving him a hint was actually more helpful. And and you know I don't know if if my initial flexibility was like annoying in that case. Maybe he wasn't thinking about it that deeply, but there are times when it can be. And I think you really nailed it when you said, you know, it puts you at a distance and puts all the decision-making responsibility on the other person.
0: I think that, um, it tends to fall to one person or maybe two people in a, in a group of friends to sort of decide who does what. And, um, recently my decision-making friend, uh, she took a sabbatical from that role. (laughs) (laughs) She, uh, it's not like she came to us and she's like, all right, guys, get it together i'm I'm sick of doing this i think it was after probably several years of us not even realizing that she was kind of getting fed up with it Mm -hmm. and so i feel very badly about this because i should have recognized it before it was um something that she just decided you know what if i stop planning stuff people stop hanging out and it's true once she stopped being the one saying okay we're gonna do this we're gonna do this we're gonna do this um you know a, a lot of it kind of fell apart so you know if you're listening you know who you are and I see you
1: and I'm sorry (laughs) oh the shame the shame well you know and part of the I I don't know her um or I don't think I do unless I'm I'm not her no (laughs) um so I, I can't really speak for her, but I'm going to I'm gonna try to read into some of her, like, sabbatical. And sometimes people make that move because a little bit of resentment has built up. Yeah. And um, I, I have a, a story I was going to share, and I've changed names so that I – just in case the people are listening. But um, I, I know two people who are good friends. We're going to call them John and Jean, all right? <laughs> and uh, I have a feeling they're going to figure out I'm talking about them anyway. But um, – John tends not to make any plans and he relies on Jean to make them all, whether it's like movies, restaurants, whatever. And Jean's really good at it. Like, this is her skill. Mm-hmm. She's like, she crushes it. She comes up with cool plans and it's really fun. And, you know, people know they can count on her for this. And most days it's fine or seems fine. She puts a smile on her face and does it. And no one would have guessed that Jean was starting to tire out and was starting to feel a little underappreciated. And it was minor, but it was like brewing inside of her that she was kind of feeling taken advantage of. So months later, Jean's birthday rolls around. John calls her and says, hey, what do you wanna do for your birthday? Mm. And she like exploded. And she was just so upset And snapped something like, You know, you mean I have to make plans on my own birthday too? So she called me to like get me on her side about this. Mm -hmm. And it was like, Kate, can you believe that like I have to make plans for my own birthday? And honestly, I didn't say this. Deep down, I was thinking it was kind of nice of John to see like what she wanted to do on her birthday. I really didn't see him as the bad guy, but I also wasn't the one with all this resentment built Mm -hmm. up. She saw it that way, or Jean saw it that way, because this has been months in the making. And so my point is, even if you think you're just being a cool, easygoing friend, sometimes that friend who you're leaning on to make the decision about, are we ordering Chinese food or pizza? Those little things start to really add up, and they start to feel pretty pissed off about that stuff. Starts to feel like a job. Yeah, and, you know, when resentment starts to build up, it seeps into other areas. Suddenly, you know, Jean's yelling at John about something totally unrelated, and John's like, what's her problem? And, you know, the root of this was just, like, years of feeling too called upon or leaned Mm -hmm. on. And so, you know, even if you think this is kind of silly, it's like, consider the fact that some of these silly minor moments add up over time, so much that your friend took a sabbatical and left you guys on your own. And, you know, Jean didn't have a good birthday because she was too mad at her friend. And, you know, it sounds like they're little things, but little things add up. Uh, For me,
0: as someone who um, I would categorize myself as a tad indecisive, Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, when you're relaxed and you're around your friends, you tend to let it all hang out, right? So, um, you know, when... I get that when someone says, oh, I don't care whatever you want to do. For me, it's, like, an incredible amount of pressure. Mm. Like, well, we live in the city of Philadelphia. You can do whatever you want in this town. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what's one thing you, can, you, can, you can't go scuba diving in this town? But, you you know what, we're pretty close to Camden Aquarium. So, like, I don't know. You could find a way. You could find a way. You know, so there's, like, nothing you can't do. So the question is, like, what do we want to do? And then the onus lays on on me trying to figure out what the best thing to do is, Mm. and which I think is part of the reason why I I find myself on the other end of that sometimes, Um, is because I'm like, oh, there's just so many things. What if I choose the wrong thing? Uh, I'm one of those people that goes to the same restaurant a lot.
1: Yeah. You have like a, a pattern or, uh-huh. um, your norm from cheers. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, you know what I, and
1: I'll tell you, I'll
0: tell you like, what restaurant it is. <laughs> like they, they know just, me just
1: like a total tangent. Do you think it's by accident that they named him norm and he, <laughs> and he has a norm or was that on purpose?
0: I, you know, that's a good question.
1: Um. I'm going to look that up later.
0: Yeah, I think we should have a whole podcast on that. (laughs)
1: Well, to your point, though, I think what you're trying to say is it's not like when you say, oh, I don't know, or I'm not sure. You're not like withholding something. You truly don't have a preference. So that's probably different than the folks who might be withholding their preference, Mm -hmm. because they think that's helpful. So let's talk about your scenario. When you really don't have something you're holding on to, And yet, not showing some kind of preference in some capacity may be off-putting to people. I have a couple of thoughts, because I really tried to think of what can you say. Um, What can you say when you don't know where we want to go for dinner, but you don't want to just say, I don't care. So one I thought you could do is say something like, you know, to the other person. Let's just call the other person Bob. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Bob, thanks for asking. I'm really excited to see what you have to pick because you always pick so well. Now that doesn't take away the the threat of resentment Bob may get mm-hmm. if he's it's always called upon, but at least you're showing some caring in this conversation. You're showing, I really like when you come up with ideas. I, I don't mind choosing one, but like you, you always pick really well. I'm open to you doing this. At least you're part of it and not just saying, I don't care. Another option is if you can even narrow it down. Sounds like what you're saying is that's even tough for you, but sometimes you might be able to say, hey, you know, I'm kind of 50-50 between, you know, Chinese food and Italian food right now. Do you have a preference? And that way, you're still easygoing, you're still inviting the other person, you're not being demanding, but you've narrowed the choices. Right, and what that helps um, prevent is that
0: sort of reverse negotiating thing where you're like, um, okay, well, what do you, (laughs) we'll go back to dinner. Um, (laughs) What do you want for dinner? Um, uh, How about Chinese food? No. How about burgers? No. Pasta? No. <laughs> Mexican? No. <laughs> you know, and then the person's like, I just gave you like 95 different options, mm-hmm. and you you said no to, what do you want
1: then? Yeah, I'm exhausted now. Right. Yeah.
0: And I feel like everything I've come up with, you've shot down, and I feel badly about that because I've just put myself out mm-hmm. there. And I'll say that, you know, meal kit delivery saves my marriage every <laughs> <Yeah>. night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, meal kit delivery. Yeah. I mean, and that's a good scenario too. And in fact, your awareness about that will go far. If you can just be like, damn, I'm annoying right now. I, <laughs> right. I, I am not helpful, huh? Right. Sometimes hearing that can be helpful in a way that like, you, you know, you're not participating enough for me. You know, you're shooting everything down. Um, and rather than, you know, I think it, it starts to sound like so apathetic when people go, no, no, no. But if you can at least say, I care enough to realize that I'm not pitching in enough here, mm-hmm. um, I think that can be helpful too. And I think sometimes people just want to know that you're trying. Right. And so, you know, one possible response, even when you truly don't have a preference, is, you know what, nothing comes to mind right now while I'm continuing to think about that, did you have any preferences? And then you're asking them to go, but you're not saying like you're on your own. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working over here, but like in the meantime, while I'm searching through all the overwhelming options that right, there are, right. um, was there something that stood out to you? Because maybe that'll work. And that way you're sending the message, like I'm putting in my effort, uh, nothing's coming up for me, but I, I didn't just say like you do it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's helpful. Sometimes there are also situations where this is just harder than other times. Um, That like moments come up, particular scenarios come up where like asserting I wanna do this or this would make me really happy or I think it would be a lot of fun to handle it this way. Sometimes for a variety of reasons, you're in a particularly tough one. Um, One of those for me is, is money. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm I'm by no means wealthy, but I I do know that I have friends across many income brackets. And so when someone says, what do you want to do this weekend? And like, I know there's a concert and I think we could go to the concert, but I also know the tickets are like a hundred bucks. I'm hesitant to say, let's go to the concert, because I don't want to you know, make anyone feel uncomfortable. But saying whatever you want isn't fair either. What that means is I'm just treating my friends who might make less money than me mm-hmm. differently than I would treat other friends. Well, that's not all right. right. And so there's gotta be a way to manage those situations and just be honest about what you're doing. Like, you know, there are a lot of options. We can go to this concert, we can go see a movie, we can go sit in the park, and there are three things that would make me really happy, what do you think? Uh, rather than trying to decide for other people what's best for them.
0: Right, yeah, I had, I had a situation where there was, um, you know, just one of those moments where I was really trying to, you know, do some goal setting and and saving money was my, my goal at that moment. And my friends were like, all right, we're going to go bowling. And bowling doesn't sound like an expensive thing unless you live in the city. The bowling alleys in, in Center City and South Philly they're bougie. Yeah. And they cost a lot of money. Yeah. Drinks are 10 bucks. Drinks are 10 bucks. There's a dress code. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and you know what?
1: I don't like bowling that much. You know <laughs> and, what? I always break a nail and then get mad.
0: <laughs> the, the more I bowl, the worse I get. It's weird. Um, so uh, you know, and and you know what? I'm like, oh, I'm up for anything except for I really am not, I, I don't see myself spending. Mm. You know, fifty bucks on bowling. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna spend fifty bucks. I want to do it on X, Y, and Z. And I've just done something not very nice because I didn't give them any parameters, and then I like
1: and you know, I was like, oh, well, that is not my preference. Yeah, and, and I think when you don't give parameters, again, I think this comes from a good place of let me see if I could just you know, right. be flexible. But sometimes the best way to be flexible is to say, here are three options I thought of. You're welcome to add to that list, but these are some things that came to mind. And that way, if somebody adds to the list bowling, you still can say like, mm, I'm still preferring some of the other things I named, but you know, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you you suggested it.
0: Right. And then, you know, they can kind of have an idea of what would be a better fit
1: Yes. What where your mindset is right now. Right, right. If you name three things and they all involve like staying at home, like, you know, Netflix or make our own pizzas or drinking on the couch. Drinking on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was trying to think of something else. Like you know, do each other's hair, I don't know. (laughs) But like Oh, like a face mask party. Face mask party, yes. Pillow fight, I don't know, but like they're all at home things. Right. And if your whole list is in that zone, people would be like, Okay, I kinda get where she's coming from and you could certainly add board games to that if you right, want to do right. board games. I think the other thing that's really tough is when someone asks my opinion on a topic where like it's just truly none of my business. Mm-hmm. Like it's not what do you want to do this weekend or what do you want to have for dinner, but it's like should I leave my husband oh. or should I change jobs or should I should I breastfeed my child? Right. Like sometimes I get asked things like that. And there, I actually think it's best to not answer because it is none of my business. Um, And so, sorting out those scenarios and knowing when I should assert my opinion and when I should just stay out of it can be a minefield. It can be tricky um, to navigate.
0: Yeah, and I think, like, you know, kind of getting an idea of what what the person might be like looking for. Are you looking for me to say, I support you no matter what? Are you mm-hmm. looking for me to say you're out of your GD mind? Are you looking for yeah. me, you know, to say uh, affirmative, go ahead? Like, yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, often when someone says like, you know, I'm so unhappy at home, do you, do you think I should leave my husband? I usually just respond with something like, you know, things have gotten so bad for you that you're considering that. And you're not sure if you're ready to fully make that decision. So you're checking with other people. And usually they haven't even noticed that I didn't really answer the question. (laughs) And they just keep talking, and I'm like off the hook. Um, (laughs) So I I think it's worth noting that although I'm trying to promote assert yourself, and give options, and contribute, and participate in this conversation, and don't leave it on your friends to just make all the choices, well, hold on. There are some parameters around that, right. and there are some things that is really not up for you to decide, and you're going to have to navigate when that moment has come. Anything else come to mind for you that might be those like particularly tough times? I know earlier you said something about like when there are so many options and it's overwhelming, but I I don't know if you had more to say about that. I think that it's it's interesting how we do this with our friends and
0: family, but we work differently at work. Mm. Um, you know, at work it's sort of like if I've been given the the decision stick, then I'm gonna go forth and yeah. decide. Mm-hmm. Um, but with our friends and our family, it's a little bit less clear who um, makes these decisions and um, mm-hmm. and why. And if the person is in that role, uh, you know, just doing all the sort of emotional labor of um, of figuring uh, out what the you know what we're gonna watch or what we're you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we're gonna go, what time, mm-hmm. when, where? I think that's really hard. like I said, it's something that I that I definitely
1: do mm-hmm. more than I ought to, and uh, it's a, a place for me to to grow. Well, and you know, even as I'm talking about it, you know, we've been at this for like 20 minutes, and in the back of my mind, as we've been talking, I've been wondering. Like, Leslie, are we making too big a deal out of this? Is it just dinner? Like, is it just <laughs> movies? Is it is it Is it that serious? did Did we need to dedicate a whole podcast to this? but i'm I'm coming back to yes, because um, just a couple weeks ago, I was uh, I was on vacation with my family, and I'm in Florida, sitting by the pool bar, and I heard, I don't know what their relationship was. It was a man and a woman. I might assume they were married, but who knows. Uh, I heard the woman of the relationship ask the man where should we go for dinner tonight and i heard him say i don't care whatever's fine with me and then i looked over and just saw the sadness in her face and it was clear to me that she just wanted like a partner in this decision and and i read all over her face that that must have been like the thousandth time Mm -hmm. she was told i don't care you decide Uh, And there were contexts there too. Like he was in his phone, not even looking at her. And he had this tone of like, maybe that he was kind of mad at her too. So there was other stuff going on. It wasn't just about dinner and it never is. Right, (laughs) It never is. So there was more to the story, I'm sure. I was just people watching, but it's actually what happened that made me think we should do this episode. Because how quickly in like one second of just saying, I don't care, whatever you want, a, a relationship can be strained and re, right. and resentment can build. And so it isn't about whether we're going to go bowling tonight. It isn't about face masks or board games right. or pizza. These things are the surface level manifestations of like what's really going on in a relationship. And that's why I think this is important to dedicate 20 to 30 minutes about. Um, and if I could kind of sum up some of the tips that I have. you know, One is, if someone asks your preference or opinion, consider sharing it, but also invite their opinion so that you don't feel so demanding or pushy. You might say, looks, I I really wanna go get beers tonight, but what do you wanna do? And that's kind of meeting in the middle. Uh, If you don't have a strong preference, say that, but also see if you can help narrow it down or at least commit to continuing to try. You might say, I have no idea what I wanna do tonight, Um, while I keep thinking about it, why don't you offer me a suggestion and see if we can narrow it down? Um, but that just shows that you're still with that person and you're not just dumping all the responsibility on them.
0: Anything to add? You know, um, as we were talking, I was thinking about this, um, sort of title that I've been talking with my spouse about, um, where I feel like in a lot of contexts, I am the project manager Mm -hmm. of our home. Mm -hmm. And um, that's extremely frustrating for me in a lot of contexts, because I'm like, I don't, why... Why am I the one spending yeah. all the time researching what car seat to buy next? I
1: love when you sing a sentence.
0: I, <laughs> I will keep doing it then.
1: Um, it's it's your signature move. I don't
0: yeah. know why I do it.
1: Um,
0: but you know why? Why is it? Uh, you know why is it that? Or you know why why is it down to me to make sure that we have um, enough uh, uh, paper towels? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that the more I articulate why that's upsetting to me, it's a twofold effect because number one, I think that that allows me and my husband to have a better conversation about that and him to understand why it's frustrating to me and why I'm feeling maybe potentially overwhelmed. And it also allows me to have a little bit of insight about why um, you know about me doing it and the flip side about how people feel
1: about. Me letting them be the project manager. Yeah. Some so some of your friends are the project managers of your friendships. Right. Um, So you know that feeling.
0: Yeah. And they're the type A's, and I'm more of a type B. You know. Mm -hmm. So, but that's not fair.
1: Well, what did we say earlier? It's a minefield. Right. (laughs) Uh, We're gonna keep coming back to that minefield, and but you know, I think the the two of us have a commitment to walk it. Yeah. Um, and sometimes get a little. Blown up, hey, you know. Hopefully we survive. Um, and I think that you know, if I could ask folks, you know, as we're wrapping up today, to to just like. Give this a try, but start with those things that seem minor and small, like what should we order for takeout? And, you know, maybe with practice that gets easier. And then it grows into the ability to talk about really tough stuff with people and give feedback on really sensitive subjects. But if you can't even assert yourself about, like, I want tacos tonight what are you going to do when it is, you know, where should we send our child for school? Hmm. And what should we do with my aging mother who can't live on her own anymore? And when these conversations become much more serious and much bigger things, I would encourage you to take the opportunity now to practice on things like, should we go to this bar or that bar? Right. Um, Those are lighter. And and if they're already hard, it's going to get harder. Right.
0: Try not to go back to that. I don't know. Um, Because, you know, at the end of the day, I know you don't know. I know, I don't know either, (laughs) let's figure it out together. Yes,
1: no one knows where the best bar
0: is, come no. on. some people think they know.
1: <laughs> so as always, folks, I mean, I would really encourage you to check our website. We're going to put up some more information about this. We will also tell you where the best bar is, maybe on the <laughs> website. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, uh, of course, email us with questions. Um, you can send those questions to questions at onlytryingtohelp.com. You can tweet us at Iwasotth, that's only trying to help. Uh, I was O-T-T-H and like I said just start trying this out and and again I would encourage you to try with the small stuff start with the small stuff like where should we have brunch this weekend and as that gets easier for you to just be clear and say this is what I want to do perhaps those bigger conversations will follow anything else Leslie? sounds good to me. you thanks for being here and we'll see you next time